0: What if you could taste color or see sound? The idea is weird, right? While some could potentially experience this sort of thing through the use of something like hard drugs, others don't have to. And in fact, some people experience this all the time automatically. These people have what's called synesthesia. Hi, my name is Jake. I'm a musician and composer, and I have synesthesia, I think. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. First of all, what is synesthesia?
1: So synesthesia, just real quick to sum it up, my brother has it, I have it, my dad has it, few people I know have it, my mom does not.
0: That's Billie Eilish talking on The Tonight Show. She has synesthesia.
1: It's a thing in your brain where you associate random stuff to everything. So for instance, every day of the week has a color, a number, a shape. Sometimes things have a smell that I can think of or a temperature or a texture. And it means nothing. I mean, literally it doesn't mean anything.
0: I first heard of synesthesia through a friend of mine who has it, who we'll actually be talking with next week. I'd listen to her talk about how she associates different letters and words with different colors, and while I understood the basic concept, the whole idea did seem very foreign to me. Yet, interestingly, as I continued to know her over the coming years, and being aware of this weird thing that she has, I slowly began to realize that, wait a minute, I think I may have some of this, too. I'd sit down at the piano and play a C key, And, while it was faint, I seemed to imagine the color green. I'd play a D key and imagine the color orange. I'd play an E and imagine blue. F, purple, G, brown, A, red, B, kind of a hot pink color. And I realized, have I been doing this for my whole life? At least for a while, how have I never realized that I do this? Is synesthesia something that can develop later in life? I don't think so. As we currently understand it, synesthesia is something that can only develop when you're a young child. So what's going on with these associations I have? It's not just keys on the keyboard. Days of the week do have color associations for me too. Monday is red, Tuesday green, Wednesday yellow, and sounds do as well. The sound of an orchestra is brown, the sound of brass instruments are yellow, the sound of bells are silver. All of this sounds like synesthesia, but... Here's where I do get a bit doubtful, because every example of synesthesia I've heard has been very arbitrary. Like, there's no reason I should imagine blue when I see a J, or yellow when I see an S. But with orchestras, maybe the reason I imagine brown is because violins and cellos and all that are brown. Bells are silver. Brass is brass. I could list more, but you get the point. I don't know if this is true synesthesia, or if this is just standard run-of-the-mill associations that everybody has. Like smelling freshly baked cookies and imagining grandma's house. Or hearing your wedding song and thinking of your wedding. I imagine the color pink when I see the letter P, but the connection there is pretty obvious. Maybe all my associations have clear, logical connections, and I just haven't figured them out yet. Do synesthetic associations have to be arbitrary? And if not, doesn't pretty much everyone have synesthesia? How does this whole thing work? Do I have it? Well, I don't know. I don't have answers to anything I just said. But maybe over these next two episodes, we can at least learn a little bit more about it. So join me next time where we'll be interviewing my friend to get her perspective on what it's like living with synesthesia. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are
1: you? How are you feeling?
0: Um. So yeah, we we already recorded this before. Um, already, I think
1: I remember that.
0: I know you already know this. I'm.
1: Yeah. Um, Have to tell the audience at home. It's all good.
0: Yeah, and I gotta pretend like we didn't already talk for over an hour. Um. <laughs> yeah, we did this before, but I. Forgot to press the button to record. So I, we didn't get any of that, so we're going to do this again. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Who are you? Uh, what do you do? And why are you here?
1: I'm Maria. I'm an experimental animator up at KCAI, and I'm here to talk about my synesthesia.
0: So what kind of synesthesia do you have?
1: I have I believe it's the most common type it's grapheme color synesthesia which is where um, numbers and letters have colors for you when you read them for example um whenever I see an a it'll be orange b would be purple dark purple c would be yellow and then uh, d would be brown if I imagine the letters or if I read them on a sign I understand I can see that the the print is whatever color it is like let's say black like standard text but When I read it, I will see almost like an after image of uh, the colors I associate with those letters. And for cat, it would be uh, yellow and then orange and then yellow.
0: I love that description of like an after image. That's such a good way to describe it. When was the first time you heard the term synesthesia? When did you first hear about this?
1: Uh, it's been a few years now i don't remember the exact like inciting incident i believe sometime around middle school, i became aware that it was like a condition and it had a name but like earlier in my life i had considered some of these like subconscious associations with colors and numbers but i didn't really explore it in depth until i i found out it was like a thing and it was documented and it wasn't just this like weird thing that happened in the back of my
0: mind so, you had already noticed that you do this before you'd ever even heard the term?
1: Yeah, because I'd noticed when I was reading, there were like associations with colors. Like, I would still read like a page in a book, whatever, but like every single letter, as I said, would have like an after image. And then I had for a long time known that my name was
0: associated with certain colors because, you know, that's a word that you see all the time. So, yeah, um, to your knowledge, uh, synesthesia, it's not like a disorder or anything, it's not something that a doctor would. What's the word?
1: Be like fix it, take medicine, get a procedure done.
0: Or just like something that a doctor would um what's the word? Diagnosis. Diagnosis. Thank <laughs> oh you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so it's not a doctor diagnosis thing, it's just kind of whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean there are ways to test it. Like you don't it's not like um, like a learning disability where like it's a very like common procedure that you do and then like oh it changes big parts of your life like maybe how you approach schooling or, or if you get medicine. Since this is like a known condition, but it's not not a ton of research behind it, which I can kind of understand because it's not like like curing cancer or like learning disabilities where it, it hinders people's lives. A lot of people
0: like it. Yeah, so what's it like for you living with synesthesia? Do you find all the different colors and whatnot bothersome? Or do you think it's, like, cool and special? Or what's your take on it?
1: I think we touched on this before where you asked, does it bother you if you're, like, looking at a word and the colors don't, like, align with your colors? No, because that's kind of how it always is. I'm more likely, because of having, like, you know, enough years of artistic training, I guess you could call it, or, like, just knowing color. Uh, I will be more upset if the color scheme of the letters is just like, ugly from a design standpoint than I will be if the, the letters colors don't match mine.
0: So you said you're an artist. Uh, how would you say your synesthesia affects your approach to art?
1: I mean, sometimes i go to it for inspiration, but it's not like, some people like really lean into it. Like my friend Simon with the Chromesthesia, he will paint songs. He has a whole Instagram where he posts paintings of songs uh, that he listens to. Uh, but for me, it's probably not, it's not as big of an element as it is for him. Like maybe if I like need a character color scheme, I could think about the name if I can't think of one immediately, typically it just happens
0: shifting topics a bit now. The main reason I wanted to do my podcast on the topic of synesthesia is because over the past few months I've started to think that I might have some kinds of synesthesia as well. Despite me like not realizing that I do this for like 20 years of my life. Do you think it's possible that I could like just now be realizing that oh, I have synesthesia?
1: Yeah, it's it's possible you have it. You just haven't realized because it's so subconscious. It's like one of those like subconscious things that happens naturally and isn't really disruptive to your life. But, you know, some people go their whole life and they don't realize they have ADHD or this or that. And they're like thirty or 40 and they talk to someone. They're like, oh, oh, shoot, that's been there the whole time. So I'd not be (laughs) surprised if that works the same
0: way. So um, I seem to have this kind of graphene color synesthesia, perhaps. Though I also do occasionally have associations between uh, sound and color. Like, I'll hear the sound of an orchestra and it will be brown. And that sounds like synesthesia to me. But I'm doubtful because, like, the... the, Yeah, wooden
1: rooms is what I imagine, like, a wooden auditorium or, like like, a brown kind of theater space.
0: Yeah, or the instruments themselves, like violins and cellos, are wooden and brown. That's why I'm not sure if me seeing these colors when I hear these sounds is true synesthesia or just standard associations that anybody would get.
1: I mean, I feel like with synesthesia, like to a degree, that's like a thing that the human brain is good at anyway, associating two things that should not be associated by experience. So if we come to find out that like every human has some degree of what you're talking about, we're like, oh, yeah, the orchestra is brown and fruit is red because you eat a lot of red fruit. I feel like that's pretty normal. There might be people who do not have these associations at all because that's just how their brain works. But I feel like there's also like a spectrum of normal people who would not have quote unquote synesthesia where like every letter is a color and they're always this color and all the numbers have colors, but they have like these little moments of little like uh, synesthesia connections with certain experienced things. That would not surprise me.
0: All right. Cool. Thank you. So... Yeah, thank you very much for talking with me again. <laughs> I, I appreciate your patience with me, and I appreciate your perspectives. It's all very, very interesting. You're very welcome. And thank you for listening. We have one more episode after this. I'll see you next time. Hello. Welcome back. At the beginning of this mini-series, I mentioned that I am a musician and a composer, and as we've learned over these past two episodes, I very well may have some synesthesia. So this final episode will purely be a short, semi-musical, abstract soundscape that I composed. There's no specific meaning or context to this soundscape. I simply just set out to create something atmospheric and that will elicit some sort of synesthetic reaction from listeners so from here i'd like to ask all listeners to close their eyes let go of all cognitive inhibitions and just let your mind run wild as you listen I hope you enjoyed. I composed all the music used in this podcast over these past three episodes. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, you can find me on YouTube and SoundCloud at J-R-O-C-K-T-E-N. Thank you for listening.